Hello and welcome back to the Roving Hearts podcast. It's Brooke and Bethany here and we're so excited. We have a little fiery topic to talk about. We just were doing a little pre-talk and we, we were, were all fired up and we're like, like okay, okay start should recording. record this. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. To record. <laughs> and it's funny too because first, so what happened, Bethany sent this article for me to read and she's like oh I think we could talk on this and then we got here tonight and we're like oh we don't feel prepared to talk on this and then we started <laughs> discussing it and we just like could not stop yeah we're so, like okay let's do this thank we're you ready. god yeah. for working in our hearts and minds on that because yeah. because now we're ready to talk so the article was about um are there carnal christians mm-hmm. i guess was the yeah. discussion topic are there um carnal christians meaning um well how do you how would you how does it describe it well the the debate would be um okay so this is in the corinthian church and we're talking about paul and so paul um he addresses them as his brethren but how could he address them as brethren if they are you know, if carnal Christians means that they're not that Christians. They're not a Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't call them brothers or sisters mm-hmm. in Christ if they weren't, you know, if they weren't born again, if they weren't um, brethren. Mm-hmm. So um, I can share some from sure. the article here. Um, so he's talking about how, you know, in Corinthians, when Paul is saying, you know, you should be getting the meat, but you still need the milk, like you're mm-hmm. still babes. Um, but he addresses them as brethren. So he says, and I brethren could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. Um, so there is a significant debate as to if there can be such a thing as a carnal Christian. This is straight from the article. Some say it is a contradiction in terms that Paul really says that these carnal ones are not Christians at all. Yet clearly he calls them brethren and says that they are babes in Christ. How could these terms be used of someone who was not a Christian? So these Christians, to some extent, are thinking and acting according to the flesh, not the spirit. Of course, the flesh does not dominate every aspect of their life. Sorry. Or they would have no evidence of being born again. But Paul is addressing issues where they clearly are thinking and acting in a carnal, that is a fleshly manner. So we've got some definitions here of fleshy yes. and fleshly. Yeah. So do you want me to say those? Yeah, I think too? that's what I titled the episode today. Oh, nice. It was fleshy versus fleshly. Oh, I like that. So I think we should go ahead and give the definitions hey, that's that perfect. the article gives. Okay. I also, little shout out. I love how you title oh, our episodes. You. You're really good at that. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay. So there is a difference between, okay. So fleshy is simply made of flesh. It can speak of the weakness that is common to every fallen human. Fleshly, when used of a person, means characterized by the flesh. It speaks of the one who can and should do differently, but does not. Yeah. So fleshy is just speaking to the flesh, the fleshy part of of us. Mm -hmm. We are, we are spirit. We are also flesh. We all have spirits. We all also have a body. Mm -hmm. And so that's the fleshy part of us, but being fleshly or, or yeah, being, um, that means we're being characterized by the flesh. Right. I kind of think of like identity characteristics, mm-hmm. you know, the things that we take on. Yeah. Um, and, so your and, fleshly would be your carnal Christians. Yes. Because they are just taken over by the flesh, yes. by the things of the flesh. But I, the fleshy 
are they are just human but they are still spiritually minded in most things but they still are going to fail in things because they are human Mm -hmm. but they're not give they're not overtaken by yeah i think you know speaking of the weakness so um maybe a weaker christian or a younger christian Mm -hmm. or someone who hasn't been tested or tried as much you know to come out and and kind of be more bold in the Mm -hmm. faith then maybe they're just weaker um but the fleshly i think that is you know when when paul the more and more i just walk through this life and read the bible i I'm when I'm reading Paul, I just read how loving he is Mm -hmm. and how urgent he is. Like he's just urging them. And, you know, he says, so should we go on sinning so that grace may abound? Like he's Mm -hmm. telling good news after good news after good news. And he's like, so, so then should we go on sinning so that grace may Mm -hmm. abound? Like may it never be. You know, I am never saying that. So make the change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think about the fleshly. They're still characterized Mm -hmm. by those former passions, those those former things like before you've come to God, before mm-hmm. you've come to Christ and you've realized, um, and it, it makes me think of in James where it says, you know, for those who uh, do what they're not supposed to do, you know, mm-hmm. for you it is sin. Like once you know that, you can't do it anymore. And First Peter um, helps us to, talks about putting away our former passions, yeah. doing away with those things, yeah. keeping our mind on the things of the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, the things that are above. Yeah. So we are spiritual beings. The Bible is a spiritual book. Mm-hmm. Carnal, carnal man cannot read or ingest the, the word of God. Um, we are, you have to address it from being a spiritual being, mm-hmm. um, and, and receive it that way. And so that's why we were like you were talking before we started recording. That's why, you know, we see these things going on in the churches and mm-hmm. these pastors are preaching these things, but they're, but it's not, there's yeah. a disconnect. Yeah, there is. I think it's because we haven't fully given over our yeah. lives to Christ. Mm-hmm. I was reading in Jeremiah, it's Jeremiah 5. Um, I don't, I didn't write down the verse, but it's in Jeremiah five. Mm-hmm. It says they have eyes, but don't see, they have ears, but don't hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have the same parts. God gave us all the same parts mm-hmm. and he gives us all the same grace. Mm-hmm. Yes. To, yeah. He's to not hear, a respecter of persons. No, to hear his yep. word. We have, we all have the same opportunity. Yeah. Um, but if we can't get over ourselves mm-hmm. and get over this world, then we're going to miss his gift of yeah. salvation. Yeah. Um, and, I, and that's what we're seeing in churches. And I think it's scary because a lot of churches are are becoming flesh. They're, they're fleshy, mm-hmm. but they're becoming fleshly. Yes. Where now they're just bringing in the things of this world and saying it's okay. Yeah, and that it's of God. That it's of God. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I was reading, let's see, this is also in Jeremiah. It's 8.8. 8. They claim we are wise that the Lord is with us. They have treated brokenness superficially, claiming peace, peace, peace. Mm. But there is no peace. And I think that that's the way to judge. Is my church or is that church, is that Christian um, really fleshy or fleshly? Mm-hmm. Because is are they claiming peace? And then look at their lives. Is, there, is their life broken? Mm-hmm. I think that article said something about... Um, a way to tell is for where there are envy, strife, and division among you, you are, um, are you not carnal? Mm. So if you're seeing division, you're seeing envy, you're seeing strife, 
that's that's not a sign of Christ in us. That's not the spirit in us. Right. Because anything that divides, anything that includes envy and strife, that's not of God. Yeah. Um, here it, it talks about how Paul says you were not able to receive it. They, they're they not even able to receive the true message mm-hmm. because they're so filled with the junk. Um, it wasn't that God prevented them from receiving the solid food that Paul gave. The real problem was the Corinthian attraction to the spiritual junk food based on man's wisdom and eloquence. And that's yeah. what we're doing today. Then we're following we're the way of man. So much, yes. so much more of ourselves. Yes is just being preached. And that's that's what is so hard because when we hear words that are pleasing to self, that's what it is. It's pleasing mm-hmm. to self. It, we hear it and it sounds good mm-hmm. and we accept it. And so then when you hear more, I think this article even said something about that too. You hear more of the self, 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 and then you can't hear the truth yes. anymore. Yes. The, the truth sounds obscure and hurtful Yes, when you hear so much that's pleasing to self. Yes, absolutely. Um, they are so filled with this junk food that they were not able to receive the spiritual solid food. And I just think, um, just filled has been coming up in my heart over and over and over again. You know, Jack and I are just playing over and over with these little, um, he calls them magic eggs now. They're just Mm -hmm. Easter eggs that we've been just reusing and now they have beads in them and, and he'll fill them and he's got a dozen of them and he's got an egg carton and he'll just fill them and then empty them and refill them. And the Lord is just continuing to show me this picture of being filled Mm -hmm. and he wants us to be filled with his spirit. Um, he wants us to be filled with his spirit, mm-hmm. to walk this life in boldness, to believe the word of God over anything that anybody says, you know, allow God to be God, mm-hmm. though every man be a liar. Yeah. And I think that it's so freeing when you kind of step out from the other thing that's on my heart is that the Holy Spirit is our guide. He's our teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we need the community. We need the body. Yeah. We are the church. So when we're two or more are gathered in his name, there you are having church. Mm-hmm. We're not forsaking the gathering, but I will say that quieting the people I allow to speak into my yes. life. And that includes pastors, right? That includes, you know, sermon podcasts, like mm-hmm. from, you know, people all over the world yeah. who preach. And I mean, having the internet is great. We're here recording a podcast right now. Like we want you to listen to us, but we want you to then stop and go read your word, read right. the word. Like mm-hmm. we want everyone to experience the peace of Christ yeah. that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that from anyone else. Yeah. You you can only get that from, mm-hmm. from Christ. I loved how the, uh, that article called like our human words and ideas, junk food. Yes. It, you know, you can have some junk food. Yeah. You can take some in, yeah. uh, but, but it's not going to be good for your body. Mm-mm. And then the more and more that you eat, it's just like eating junk food yeah. in real life. The more and more that you eat, the more you crave right. it. Right? Yes. Like that makes you, me think of everything is, sorry for cutting you no, off. you're fine. Everything is um, permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I look forward to s- some junk food. Like, mm-hmm. I look forward to these things. And you were talking on another episode about sleep and yeah. really learning how to sleep better mm-hmm. you know like I think sometimes people think of you know like oh it's just rules and like I don't want to have to I mean even okay we'll take sleep for instance like I want to stay up late I want to stay up late and I want to get up early you know like yeah. we want we want our cake and eat it too or whatever mm-hmm. but like we start to get blessed yeah. when we do what is right and what right. is good mm-hmm. there's blessings for obedience mm-hmm. and then on the opposite there's yeah. curses for disobedience yeah. and that's just like natural consequences mm-hmm. you know that that's 
you know, people argue and just say like, oh, God is evil and he's just trying right. to do all these mean things. It's like you you don't know what a good father is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. We don't know what a good father is if we don't understand mm-hmm. who God is and what he intended for us. And it's sort of hard to explain because starting that process and even just continuing that process of being a Christian. I was watching Pilgrim's Progress. They have a movie on yeah. Amazon Prime, Pilgrim's Progress. We watched it with the kids and, and it's a wonderful book. We've read the book. Um, But it was nice to watch the movie, too. Mm -hmm. So it it talks about um, the process of becoming a Christian and how so many just get stuck at the very Mm -hmm. beginning Mm -hmm. because they just think if this is what it's like to be a Christian, to follow all of these rules, well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. Why would God make me follow all these rules and do this? But then you see like... It's, it's always going to be a struggle because we live in two worlds. Mm-hmm. It's, there's the heavenly realms and then there's here. Mm-hmm. And until we are there in heaven, it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. But there's blessing and peace and goodness mm-hmm. following in his way. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to explain until you experience that yeah. peace. Yeah. It's hard to explain that you will get there and you'll get that peace even in the midst of mm-hmm. tragedy and yeah. suffering. Yeah, that makes me think of how he'll never leave us or forsake right. us. Like mm-hmm. that's that's why. That's why. In, in any and every circumstance, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he's there and he'll never yeah. leave us or forsake us. So there were some questions here. You know, are you a carnal, are you a carnal Christian? Uh, and the evidence of carnality. Um, so let's see. And Brooke already mentioned, you know, for where there is envy and strife and divisions among you. Um, let's see. I think, too, at one point I can, I can say yes. I was a carnal Christian because I knew the way mm-hmm. and chose, oftentimes I would choose self and world instead of Christ. I knew he didn't want that for me in mm-hmm. my life, but I it was easier and more fun to choose mm. my way yeah. instead of his. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I've definitely experienced turmoil mm-hmm. and where there's turmoil, I know that's not of God. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay where are where are the or what are the things that I'm refusing God and mm-hmm. I'm den- I'm uh, denying him yeah. and taking up myself you mm-hmm. know um because where there is death to the flesh there is life in yeah. the spirit and there is gain mm-hmm. and it is like Brooke said until you've experienced I mean it is just it's even it's hard to explain it is. The, mm-hmm. the peace of tri- Christ truly surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ethan and I are walking through some really difficult things right now, and there is uh, there is legitimate hatred. Mm-hmm. And it's actually amazing to me. You know, on the one side, I'm like, I've worked really hard to present this reputation, you know, to build up this reputation. Mm-hmm. And all this time, the Lord has been trying to say like, oh, I never wanted you to worry about a worldly reputation. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but... That's the thing about being spiritual beings. And like you said already, like we're in two different worlds. Our citizenship is in heaven. Mm -hmm. We are actually, we are actually citizens of heaven, but we're living on earth. Yeah. So that's that juxtaposition of how a a Christian can be joy filled all Mm -hmm. of the time, even when there is hatred going on Mm -hmm. and you're being hated and mocked and because of the stances that you take and the. Um, the stand that you take on certain topics in this world and it's mm-hmm. getting harder and harder and our it churches is. are infiltrated yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really incredible how the opinion of man just grows dim yeah. and the, the desire to please God mm-hmm. um, just grows and grows. And for an encouragement here, 
It is impossible. Let's see. I was just reading it. It is impossible to please God in the flesh, Mm -hmm. but we are not in the flesh. We are in the spirit. So we were kind of talking a little bit about um, not staying in Romans 7, but continuing on to Romans Mm -hmm. 8 and 9 and keep going and keep going. Um, Let's see. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And this is the best. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his spirit who lives in you. And this is just such a great hope. Mm-hmm. This is this is such a great hope. So, so then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh, because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if you live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those led by God's spirit are God's sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. I'll add that because <laughs> we are sons and daughters. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. I would just encourage everyone to, to truly get into the word of God, yeah. to learn God as your father, mm-hmm. really. And we all have, we all just, you know, however old you are, you've been taught something. Yeah. You've been taught something about God. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were raised in church. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you're new to church. Maybe you want to leave church. I don't really know where you are, but I know that you've probably learned something about God. And I would just encourage that we read the actual word of God to mm-hmm. learn who God is. He introduces yeah. himself all throughout the Bible mm-hmm. and he is with us and he never forsakes us. And he, he desires for us to have the eyes of our heart open. I, th- I thought about that, you know, open the eyes oh, of my yeah. heart, Lord, mm-hmm. open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Mm-hmm. I think about that. Yeah. We, we have to, we have to actually realize what's going on here. Mm-hmm. We are not just flesh and bone. We are spirit. Yeah. And what happens to our spirits and where we end up is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my encouragement, I guess, for this week would be if you haven't read or seen the Pilgrim's Progress movie, mm-hmm. it is very impactful, even as an adult watching it. Just I would say the the child's movie is very impactful for adults, maybe mm-hmm. more so than children. It's, it's probably harder for some children to understand. Um, but just how... Uh, the process of becoming a Christian and how God is always there, Mm. but you have to have open eyes. Mm. Your eyes have to be open to him instead of the world, or you're going to miss him. And just how good he is to just be there in every struggle, every um, bit of suffering. He Mm. is right there for us. He provide, he always provides a way out Mm -hmm. of sin Mm -hmm. and, and a way directly to him. He is right there. Um, but we have to see him and accept him. And so I just think that that is a, a beautiful encouragement. If you haven't seen that, I would encourage you to read that and, or watch it. So we've been reading the little pilgrims progress Mm -hmm. and I know that's different because there's there's the pilgrims progress. mm -hmm. So you've read the, like the the main one. Okay. Yeah. And then we, well, the kids have read the little one mm-hmm. with their grandpa. They read that one. Mm-hmm. And so then we watched. Okay. The, we just watched. So is the movie, the movie is it like, is it people? Is it, it char- is it characters? It's characters. Like, it's like cartoon. Okay. Um, but it is sort of, it can be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for Well, we're reading the little kids. one, yeah. and I'm like, oh, dang, yes. this is intense. I yes. mean, I like it, and Jack is already, like, he's four. Yeah. And we've been reading it since he was three. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, this is intense. Ethan and I are both, I mean, yeah. oh, it's very impactful. The, the movie is impactful and intense okay. for children. Mm-hmm. Um, there are demons, mm-hmm. um, in, and they are demon form, yeah. what you would think a demon would look like mm-hmm. in a cartoon form, sure. you know. Um, but oh, it's so good. Mm, it was, that's awesome. It's so good, and it just made my kids think. Yeah. Uh, about the about well, everything. I mean, this is the reality. Yeah. That's the thing too. I'm, you know, I'm new to parenthood, and mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, people are like, well, what's the best like children's Bible, and what's yeah. the best all these things, and I'm like, I don't know, like just the real one, the real right. Bible. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, we read some, but honestly, I'm changing some of the words and some of the children's Bibles. I'm like, this isn't good enough. No. Yeah. It's not sharing the full picture. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fan yeah. of getting into it real quick. Yeah. So getting into those things because they need to know about they these do. things. So they yeah. Do. Well, we hope you have a good week and we'll talk Thanks to you. Thanks so soon. much for listening. Bye guys. Bye.